Yep. You don't want nobody dipping off and be like, girl, that nigga. Yep, yep. Thing. <laughs> oh, that nigga hit everything in this bag. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's be in the group chat. Yeah. Yeah. And it don't matter how long ago it was. If a motherfucker see you talking to a nigga like, yeah, you can come through whatever. Somebody yeah. Yeah, that nigga did dirty. That nigga had black mold in his toilet. Everybody wanna be your nigga once you got it Where the fuck was all you niggas when I barely even had it Yeah, bitch ain't wanna fuck when I was down on my luck Man, I got a couple bucks, that shit all on my nuts Get the fuck up out of here Get the fuck up out of here Hey, get the fuck up out of here Get the fuck up out of here Ain't got no time for these lames These pussies are these suckers That's why I surround myself with real motherfuckers Drunken nights What's up, y'all? It's the Drunken Nights. You got me, King K. Yeah. We got Brother to the Night. Yeah. And we got Boss Swoop. Yes, sir. And we are the Drunken Nights, protectors of truth. You bitch, you. Uh, sitting in with us is our partner, our homeboy, our brother, BJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Doc? What up? <laughs> I was surprised as hell to see your ass walk in yesterday. No, yeah. man. I got to pull up when I got to pull up, you know? Homie, we drove all the way from this from Detroit to come support the niggas last night from uh the Tools for Teachers event yesterday. It was very successful. Yeah. How do you how do you guys feel about it? Um the event as a whole was very dope to watch and to mm. see. It's 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 dope to see some shit that, you know, you think about and then you start putting it in play and then you see it in front of you like Damn, we really did this shit. Man, uh, I mean, yeah. It was just tough to pull it off. You know what I mean? All the challenges that happened mm. to get to where it came. And then when we came, it shit just went smoothly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't even no... So it's like, damn. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I was, I was elated this morning. You yeah. know what I mean? Because last night, I was yeah. like... Man, I mean, just going with the, going with shit didn't sink in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, being the outsider, of course, you know, being from Detroit, looking at how um, Indiana came together as a a state, you know, what I'm saying like that just shows you the power of unity. Um, the like, just for the record, you niggas are stars, and y'all gotta accept that. You know what I'm saying? Because the way that y'all made simple conversation just seem like an actual show like it was you could tell that like the other shows no disrespect to them but they had to prepare somewhat for what they were going to say because it was probably their first time speaking publicly of course but the way that y'all just kicked it on some normal shit and just made it the most hilarious shit ever y'all gotta really accept that y'all the niggas you know what I'm saying like and I be telling y'all this on yeah (laughs) you know what I'm saying I be telling y'all this shit all the time you know on personal conversation like y'all really are like some of the most gifted funny niggas that people have ever seen in podcasting yeah that's hard to take that it is is. I know it is because like sometimes I think about the shit that I be doing I'm like damn if I could be funny where would I be but I can't be that I Uh gotta stay in my lane Uh but to see how y'all just make regular real shit the funniest shit ever you make you help niggas cope with some of the shit they be embarrassed about you know what i'm saying like a lot of the shit that y'all was talking about 
in the show. I ain't gonna give it up because y'all got to see the videos in the promo. Uh-uh. But that was they could, you can talk about it. Yeah, like that was a real issue. You know what I'm saying? Talking about you know Ko and his daughter, uh-huh. and the way that y'all made it funny, y'all pounded the point of punishment, accountability, safety. Y'all still gave the key points, uh-huh. but still made it like funny. So now you take that shit away, and it's like these niggas crazy as fuck. But I feel where he come from. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Y'all the one niggas, well the three niggas that can say some shit and will not get canceled. Uh-huh. That's a gift. Thank you. <laughs> That's the gift. I don't know. I probably got canceled by a couple of motherfuckers last night. Nigga, you got canceled by your auntie, nigga. She did. She got up and left. She got up and left. <laughs> and my auntie, she she went over to my lady. She was like, "Man, tell him I don't like the way he talks when he up on this." <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> oh shit, man! But yeah, man, it was a great event. You know, shouts out to pregame, new old heads, shenanigans, um, shenanigans stasis high, like everybody. Free, that, space. free space, free space yeah. too. Got to give it up to Lex. Mm-hmm. She did her thing. It was just a beautiful event, and it really shows that when people come together, a lot of big shit can happen. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So. It definitely gave me a lot to take back home to Detroit and, you know, trying to build in my space of my city, you uh-huh. know, because we don't have that. Man, like we I, didn't have that shit here either. We, that's that's the only thing. Like yeah. we didn't do a lot of traveling this year just because like, and we took we took the shit away from Milwaukee. You know what I mean? Because right, we went right, to Milwaukee right. and we yeah. saw how unified they were there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, damn, man, we got to do some shit like that. Right, in the city. In the town, right. Uh, so, yeah, we that's what this year was, you know what I mean, that we spent the majority of this year trying to build up shit here in the city, man. Okay. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, it was nice to see it come to what it did Into yesterday. Fruition. Yeah, it was. Right, thank right. you, brother. I got you, yeah, brother. You know. It was nice to see that come to fruition um, last night, man. It was, it was a beautiful. How did you feel about it, Swoop? Shit, uh. Like the last, you was on fire, nigga. Yes, hey, yeah. you was on fire. Nigga. You was the on the road, nigga. Yeah, the sauce. Well, you know, the last half of it, I was yeah. sauced up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's probably what it was. And I was sleepy. You know how y'all know how I get when I'm sleepy. Yeah. Shit. So like, you got some assist too. I got some assist. I uh, did get no, assist. Yeah, what? from Diana. I did from get audience. assist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did get assist. But the way you played, that was beautiful. Yes. Masterful. <laughs> Masterful. <laughs> no, man. I don't know, man. Y'all ain't, like, I spoke in front of people before, you know what I'm saying? I always, like, try to find the funniest things I can, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rather, I'm drunk or not, usually. Because I feel like, you know what I'm saying, laughter brings everybody together. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Shit, so it's just yeah. like, you know, whatever type of situation that, we, you know, we was talking about or whatever, whether it was serious or not, you know what I'm saying, I feel like it's always a bright spot that you can kind of, you know what I'm saying, squeeze in there mm, just, to, yeah. just to make some people not feel so fucked up about some shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, real shit. That's how I, I try to play it. But I, did, I enjoyed it a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it kind of brought back, you know, that feeling that when we was yeah, on stage, yeah, being yeah, on that stage energy from the crowd and, and shit and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, from I was when like, we used to perform. I gotta do this again. Yeah, this is fulfilling. Yeah. I like this feeling that I'm getting from this. Yeah, so it uh, yeah. it really brought it was like it was nostalgic a little bit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I did dig that. 
I dug everybody, you know what I'm saying, that was there and supported, you know what I'm saying? Um it was it was it was decent, man. And and it's crazy because we all had kind of reservations about it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to yeah. figure out, you know, is this gonna work out? Is is people gonna come or this this you know, you know, I mean just normal, you know. Yeah, I didn't. I, I think the, the nerves he was I had, nervous about yeah, how we were going the, to perform the show, on the show. Yeah, the actual and I show. that nigga that's easy yeah you know that's the easy and part and I'm like sure you know but and we hey. did exactly what we do on this motherfucker every day yeah but it was the nervousness was like man we can't have no dead space you know what I mean because we could do this shit here and it'd be cool we could have a few few minutes of uh, man this nigga gotta go pee so, I, you know, so we gotta fill this shit in real quick. See what we go do to fill this shit in. But it's tough. I think st- shit like that prepared us for last night. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, no, y'all man. niggas killed the shit though. I mean, you'll see it. You gonna get the feedback back. Like that was probably the best shit that y'all could have done. You know what I'm saying? Taking KO situation. Then also talking about, you know, just the differences of how we raise children. Uh, you know, you enacting the mama. That was like a highlight, you know. <laughs> and then this nigga swoop with the meat. Get to the meat. Like, you know, like it Let was just like the funniest shit. Like I didn't realize I was dragging off. Dang, nigga, you you do that. He done it all the you time. Do I was that. like, God damn, what the fuck? <laughs> had to listen to my niggas They had to be right yeah. So I'm like alright let me get to it But yeah it was a fire show You know so salute to y'all And the turnout The the representation for the school supplies Was like high Like it was just an amazing event Man you donations know? I mean this, y'all didn't even see Like the donations that people You know donated money and You know what I'm saying Like it's, it's, it's a whole lot that went into it And a lot of people put a lot of effort mm-hmm. Because the seats sold out like and that. even afterwards, motherfuckers was hitting up people like, "How can I still buy a ticket and get in?" Because they closed the event bright because mm-hmm. the tickets were sold out. And so with that, I want to shout out everybody that bought tickets mm-hmm. even though they couldn't make it yeah, because yeah, the seats true. didn't reflect it. But I did feel y'all there, and I was mm-hmm. appreciative that y'all mm-hmm. bought those tickets. So See, there you go that smooth shit. Um, yeah. Hey man, you gotta know. Yeah, yeah, I, man. I, I, you don't know how to do that. I, 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 that, 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 that ain't me. Nigga, I ain't no school, nigga. <laughs> um, shout out to Stakes is Hot too, because we didn't do this alone. Like our our brothers, it was they us as a collection. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say they, and they carried yeah, a they lot. Made sure we stayed yeah. on task. Mm-hmm. And we didn't this, stay on man. task, but they they made us. They made sure, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, they they the shit. They're my dogs, man. For life. Mm-hmm. All right, we ready yeah, to move on? Don't say that. What? I was going to say something, but I didn't. You told him yourself, so, don't yeah, say don't that? don't say that. Yeah. That nigga got the rumors of cases nigga, from last night. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, shit, that's just, look, that's me, okay? You want to tell him what you said? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I'm going to have to explain myself. I'm going to have to explain myself at some point. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's going to get out. Now, it comes, it's going to be forever. You'd have had to bend there last night. Yeah, I mean, even I, I could clean it up now. You know what I'm saying? It's Wait, just if, if nah, I, nah, nah, let's man, not, let's just, not. Yeah, move it forward. Leave, like, let's leave it forward. where it's at. Uh, so, BJ, where can they find you, brother? Um, find me on Twitter at uh, Dergo BJ. That's D E R G O B J on Twitter, and um, IG is the subject change. I wasn't able to um link both the shows together. So, if you want to find the show. 
change the subject that is the subject changed on instagram just about on every hosting that the drunken nights are on so you can find me where you find them so mm-hmm. yep all right so i know when you started off you had uh the grime lords mm-hmm. and then it was just you and penrose what, what, what what was the name of the one? Uh, uh, Penrose versus anybody. Yeah, well, Pen it started Rose off as anybody. 3P first. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just the um, the tech or the engineer for him doing his solo show that was called 3P, the mm-hmm. palliative penetration of Penrose. <laughs> Sound like some shit Penrose did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so what ended up happening is like when he would do his, uh, you know, we would write shows out. He mm-hmm. would, of course, be talking by himself. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll find himself like asking me questions since I'm sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I always had a mic set up just in case he done that, but with no intention of ever speaking in it. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what kind of got me, you know, to doing what I'm doing now. So. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask you. What made you, what made you feel comfortable moving from the background to the foreground? I didn't. I was never comfortable with it at all, mm-hmm. to be honest. I'm it glad was, you did it, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. It has really changed the way, and I say this, I tell people all the time, it was really because of y'all, in a sense. Because what? I told you this, my nigga. I know, man, but it's just, the praises because, is just. Nah, like, I, this ain't no dick sucking, no, what? you know, shit like you that. Know, Normally, they can say dick ride, but this you know, dick suck, no, dick That's yeah. Detroit, you know. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the same shit, dick uh, riding, dick sucking, the same shit. But, like, um, I was no, telling people all the time, like, if it wasn't for y'all challenging my perspective, because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll look at a nigga and you'll be like, man, this nigga is too clean. He's mm-hmm. too green. Mm-hmm. You know, he got to have done something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was that moment. It's like, look, I think you caping for the women. And I had to, like, get in my feelings about it and say, no, my nigga, I've been through this, 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 this bitch, man. this hoe. This. Hey. I mm-hmm. had to go through that. You know man. what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's that's what got me here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to y'all for just being real about it because that was what was probably holding me back from other people engaging. Mm-hmm. Cause once I did the I too was a bitch ass nigga from the Vegas, you know, mm-hmm. shows, it was like people was coming to me like that's what I was waiting on from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, where does the examples come from? Where does your perspective mm-hmm. come from? And then I just started talking about it. And then, you know, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So and that's people, I think from. the people really appreciate your your perspective and your and your voice. And after getting to know you more, I appreciate your voice Man, and your real perspective. Shit, real shit. Um, like, because, like, the truth of the matter, man, uh, is, like, there were t- there was some of the shit that you were saying, you know what I mean? It did seem like, man, this nigga's caping for women, man. This shit. Pussy pandering. Yeah, this mm-hmm. nigga's definitely pussy pandering. But at the same time, it challenged some of the ugly parts in me. And that's why I was bucking heads, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I had to look inside myself and like, damn. Yeah. Maybe. You maybe ain't the, shit. Yeah, maybe I do need to change this part. You know but what I mean? But you know the thing that's funny with most niggas is we don't realize that we supposed to cape for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we not supposed to manipulate them in that same process. Mm-hmm. Now, bigging them up is very important mm-hmm. because it's so much shit about me as a man that I have to credit them for. Mm-hmm. Shitting on me made me who I am. Mm-hmm. Curving me made me who I am. 
And so now I can stand before a woman and not be intimidated because you fine or because you got something I want. Mm-hmm. I can still be that nigga and say, look, you got to own up to your shit too in front of me. You got to step up to what I need you to step up to. Mm-hmm. So it made me a better communicator by getting curved. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it because I could have been that same nigga like, fuck these hoes. Mm-hmm. But why do she treat you like that? Why are you so sensitive to certain things? Why do you you know, clam up when certain things are being mentioned. It mm-hmm. made me check me. Mm-hmm. So this is why I have these conversations. And they always uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. women got to own their shit when they talk to me. When you come on my show, we talking about real shit. That's real. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking to you about what you talk about in your social spaces. I'm talking to you about some shit I seen you do. You was vulnerable as fuck in this tweet. What was that about? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when I talk to you in person, you different than what you are on social media. Why is that? Let's change the subject because mm-hmm. niggas get tired of talking about the same shit. So that's the whole point of the show, you know. I think it's a great space for it, man. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. do. That um, you got uh, another. So is this like another show? Or is it just another segment of the show? The uh, teach me how to love you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to incorporate it into change the subject because I think niggas are tired of podcasters coming with five and six shows to listen to um i separated it initially because i wanted it to have his own space and identity so you wouldn't get it confused with how random the conversations would be on just the normal show but what um but i still feel like it's changing the narrative because i've recorded over 40 shows for teach me how to love you better only to narrow it down to 15 episodes and those 40 shows, women are really saying the same things about mm-hmm. niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there is something in common about how we represent ourselves to our women that we got to address. But I'm following it up with giving the men the same opportunity to say, look, y'all shut the fuck up, sit down and listen, because y'all do us just as wrong mm-hmm. as we may have been doing y'all. Mm-hmm. There's some things that y'all do that y'all don't take accountability for, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, like I said in the show with Jones, shouts out to Jones again Great with, show. with dog training. Mm-hmm. Like women love to have the, the the dog that they can put in their purse, the mm-hmm. one that they can control the space, control how much room he gets mm-hmm. until it's time for him to shit. Mm-hmm. Now it's like somebody got to clean this up. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. You know, we deal with bad breakups, old boyfriends. You're broke, single mother. We deal with just as much from y'all as y'all deal with us. Mm-hmm. And maybe we don't respond correctly in how we deal with you, but we have to figure this out. Just like y'all got to figure us out. Let's have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my space. And it's hard. It's hard doing what I do. You, you know? do it. It seems like you do it effortlessly, nah. my nigga. Nah. And, it, and like, I'm not going to, like, I say for you, man, like, when I listen to your shows sometimes, man, they seem like sermons. <laughs> like, for real, man. Like, and the, the way you structure your shit, you know what I mean? It, 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 that's how it feels. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, I don't I don't think that you, you creating a whole bunch of different shows, you know what I mean? I think it's just like a sermon series. Yeah, it's you know ex- actually that same process, how they got to, like, go up in their office, sit down with their feelings think about the message they want to deliver to the people mm-hmm. i mean that could be the the coincidence of it all but it backed me in the corner too because like 
I'm sitting there like, do I really want to say this to these niggas? Mm-hmm. I still think about my integrity and respect as a man before other men. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I really want to be this sensitive in front of niggas? Because I don't want a nigga to challenge me incorrectly and it brings about that that terrible side of me mm-hmm. where now I'm combative because I have to take in what the listener is actually saying. And some people do want to know, like, why are you acting like a bitch? Mm-hmm. Even though it's disrespectful, it does serve a purpose. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's some, always disrespectful. Sometimes yeah, it's some, facts. Sometimes it's, it's facts. We've been on the show. You acting like a bitch right now. You got to look at yourself like, yeah. am, am I, I acting like yeah. a right, bitch? Right, right. I am. But it's it's a process in dealing with those type of feelings. So it be hard sometimes. You mm-hmm. know, um, I've done so many shows where I've had to cut out certain parts of the conversation out of respect for the people. Mm-hmm. And... You have to go back and ask them, well, why are you not comfortable saying this in public? This is real shit. Mm -hmm. And you just haven't come to grips with that situation for yourself. So, like, if I could do the outtakes, if I could just put out the outtakes, that would put me on a totally different level. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like I said, it's just hard. So, I enjoy shows like you and other funny shows where we get to, like, balance out some of the serious with the more lighthearted because what I do is extremely hard. Mm-hmm. It's appreciated though. Mm-hmm. I appreciate y'all. Man, man, I have this theory that women do mature faster than men, but they'll end up plateauing <laughs> for a while. While mm-hmm. men will slowly continue to grow. I've seen a lot of situations where um women they may know that they need to change and grow mm-hmm. for the betterment of their relationship, but it'll come to a, you change first. You do what I need you to do first before I start doing what you need from me. Yeah, but that's leadership, though. That's what that's what yeah. we're here for, leadership. I get that. So there is a point where she is supposed to expect for you to step up and make those necessary changes. But what you have to understand is you have to expect from her, too. Guaranteed. Most mm-hmm. cases, though, she really don't know what she needs you to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> she, what she don't know what she needs you to do, but she needs mm-hmm. you to step up and do some shit that you have. It, trying to get her to uh, <laughs> tell you exactly what she's feeling mm-hmm. and what's on her mind can be hard for us sometimes. Yeah, so she'll be more reactive than expressive, and you're supposed to respond in a the right way to a reaction and not an expression. Yeah, that's that's my that's my whole position when it comes to women in general. What are y'all laughing at? Not you, man. Oh, man. <laughs> but like um my experiences with dealing with women in confrontational spaces is I never really purpose myself to be the answer or to have the answer mm-hmm. for what it is that they're bringing to me. Mm-hmm. I ultimately want to know, well, why did you trust me with this problem or information? What is it that you're seeking from me with this issue that you're bringing to the table? And a lot of times just giving them the space to talk, giving them the space to get everything out without you responding puts them at peace mm-hmm. for the the question that you may want to ask or the directive you may want to give because first you took them in before you contradicted anything well not contradicted but contradicted yourself by doing something opposite of what you normally would do in front of them you gave them the space to speak 
So now they're receptive because they gotten everything out. They not getting cut off. They not being interrupted. They're not losing their thoughts because a lot of lost thoughts are the reason why so many men that come after the guy that fucked up makes it difficult for them to move on mm-hmm. because they've lost these thoughts and they discover them when you show up. Mm. So now you dealing with an old nigga shit wondering where it comes from because she lost that thought from four niggas ago. Because niggas kept cutting niggas her keep off. Cutting her off mm-hmm. yeah. And they keep shutting her down. So like once you put them at peace to say what they got to say, get it out. Okay, this is my suggestion to you, respectfully, as a man. This is what I feel like you need. This is what I feel like you should consider. And what you do with what I say is your choice. But just know. I told you. I told you. Mm-hmm. Telling a woman what she need be a battle sometimes, though. Yes. They don't like to hear what they, they need. They don't like to hear me. it. <laughs> but I'm not going to keep arguing. I'm not going to keep talking to you or mm-hmm. arguing with you about what I already told you. Mm-hmm. That's leadership. Mm-hmm. Because your boss is not going to keep telling you, you fucking up. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get rid of you. Yep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's just how we have to play it. We can't. We can't keep fighting them and battling them. And when I say this shit, it be like, man, this nigga, man, this nigga, man. No, nah, this is me knowing that I don't argue with too many motherfuckers before. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that no more. I don't raise my voice in my own household no more. That's my place of peace. Mm-hmm. If you got something going on with you in my house, one of us got to leave. I'm going to ask you first and then I'm going to leave. And I'm going to leave you there to deal with those feelings you don't have no peace to. Mm. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to change the energy. And that's what men are supposed to do. But we don't know that because we don't deal with our feelings either. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. That's that's the the biggest shit right there. That's the biggest shit. Like, as men, it's, it's, it's tough though, man. Just like, just because a lot of men don't have outlets. For they feelings, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, cause you can't really gum. You can't. Well, I'm not in that position, but there are a lot of men that have to hold on to their feelings because they can't release them shits mm-hmm. at home. And sometimes the circle they surround themselves with, they yeah. can't release them feelings there either. So they just hold on to all of this shit and walking around with it. You know what I mean? And, and it's and unfair that shit to change, do. That shit changed in the anger because that's really the only emotion that men are allowed to express. Real is shit. anger. It's you anger. know what I'm saying? Like and you know how and much... And still scrutinized. And you know how much we, we take from women that we really don't even think about. Think about that man that's physically in shape, like how me and Jones was talking about in dog training. Uh-huh. Okay? He's physically in shape. He looks good to you. Six, eight-pack tricep bicep fully in shape tatted he looks appealing to you but you don't see the pain in that man uh-huh. that the pain is what shaped that man to be the way that he is uh-huh. so you romanticizing a man's pain without knowing well why is he in the gym so much <laughs> why, you know what i'm saying like why is this nigga why is this nigga shoulders this mm-hmm. broad mm-hmm. what is what is the purpose for the body this man carry. Mm-hmm. How much does he carry that he has to be that strong? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You see them niggas that be trying to like actually bar lift a thousand pounds. What do you need to be that strong for? Mm-hmm. And then you don't have a woman at all in your life that's gonna put you at peace to say, look, put that shit down and come relax. Mm-hmm. So, man. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that, that's that's what I was finna say too. Like, 
how Brother to the Night was saying that we don't have, you know, that outlet. With being a leader sometimes, though, we feel like we don't have the right to bitch and complain about things. Right, right. We just got to get it done. We got to mm-hmm. make things happen. And so when we feel a certain way, we try to find a way to to brush it off and to be mm-hmm. like, I got to keep moving forward because you got me. I'm married. I got three daughters. Mm-hmm. I run my own warehouse and shit. Right, I right. have a lot that I need to feel responsible for and that I feel like the people around me are looking at me to have the answers to right, right, be right. the leader to do all of these things but that shit is stressful mm-hmm. and that shit is exhausting and so when I try to go to uh, someone else to try to get that shit up off of me so I can you know feel healthier without all this weight on me the moment that you make me feel like weak for yeah. make me yeah, feel right, weak right. for even trying to come to you about how I feel about something or mm-hmm. any of that or I feel like now you're judging me or I feel like I'm being dismissed now right, I'm right, more right. so like I ain't got time for that shit and most and I, women and I, too I, I just stopped talking to you then. this is something that I don't think women think about too there is a certain point where a woman will say well I just be wanting you to come cuddle I just be wanting you to come lay up with me I just be wanting I just be wanting I just be wanting you have to think about the energy that you're asking this man to come into when you want to cuddle because there are points where and i'm speaking for me i can think about the person that's asking me for something simple and realize that it is much more than that when i get over there it's much more than that like if i come to your place of residence and gotta step over shit it's a lot of shit that you ain't paying attention to while inviting me over here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of energy in this space that you're not thinking about when you're inviting me over there. So most men is like, well, what the fuck am I going to be doing when I get over there? Do she even have anything to entertain me when we get to the dry spot of Man. kicking it? Like you have to think about more than just what you want. What are you inviting this person into? Like when we talk about intention, when women say men are not intentional. Okay, we know what you're asking for, but we don't know what you're bringing. Mm. When I bring the intention to you. Mm -hmm. Why is it not okay as a man to ask, what do I get for this? (laughs) (laughs) Or like, (laughs) what do I get for this? Because Mm. realize that I've met and probably been intentional with five women that did not meet my criteria. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to give the fifth one who sounds the same as the last four? Keep in mind, the last four niggas you dated, mm-hmm. you treat the same way. So the last five women I've dated treated me the same way. Mm-hmm. I have to defend myself against you just like you defend yourself against me. Word. What are our intentions for each other not mm. what you asking me for mm-hmm. what are you bringing but we don't know how to lead by example because the examples were never given to us mm-hmm. so when you ask a man to communicate are you talking to me about you or talking to me about us mm. change the narrative of the conversation mm-hmm. talk to me about us i don't necessarily have to care about what the last nigga did to you because I'm not responsible for it. Mm-hmm. But what I want to know is what did it do to, to you? you? Mm-hmm. So and I can what we could do to to change, change that. 
Yeah. yeah. And the conversations change. But peace comes first. Mm-hmm. Put them at peace to even talk. Open up the conversation to let them get it out. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. But then don't just let them talk. You got to you gotta say some shit too. Mm-hmm. Say, look, man, my heart been broke before. I don't know how to deal with that because I was told I wasn't even supposed to have one. Mm-hmm. So now that I realize that I got a heart and it got broke, I need to know how to use this motherfucker the right way. Mm-hmm. What are you going to intentionally show me in terms of my heart? What are you going to intentionally show me in terms of my investment? What is the equity I get out of this? Mm-hmm. The investments is one thing, but the equity is a part of it too. What do I get out of this? How do I move forward wanting to come to the second date with you? How do I move forward in that? Because I'm sitting on the date and you and your phone for three-fourths of the date. Oh, no she paid date. for her dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you paying for yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to ask those questions. And I think that men are, like, treated like animals. And that's why me and Jones did the show. Like, you can't treat a man like an animal and expect for him to show you compassion. You're training Thanks. him up to be a dog. Because a woman will quickly just tell you, I want some dick. And think that's supposed to be, like... On command. Yeah, on command. command. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But as soon as you tell her, like, damn, babe, like, you ain't even did shit to get me there. She'll feel she'll feel a bit of insecurity or something. She'll feel a certain way because you're like, I don't want to fuck. But I will if you get me there. It's like I'm not even they don't thinking think, about. They fucking. don't think you need foreplay. You know, no, they don't think we need foreplay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see this pussy? Look at this pussy. Uh, All right. Yeah. yeah this must be hard now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that pussy every fucking day. <laughs> yeah. They this don't. is something else I think that women do not understand either. When if you're in a long term relationship and you are consistently walking around naked around your man, you desensitize him to your body. Because he's mm, because mm. if he tries to fuck you, like you just getting fresh out the shower or some shit, you just walking around butt ass naked. He's turned on by it. He tries to fuck you, you don't give him none. You keep you want to keep training me that your naked body does not say anything sexual to my mind. I think now. that's uh the narrative all across the board now. You, you know what I mean? Just because you pretty much see motherfuckers naked now without like motherfuckers got clothes it on, they still the naked. It's kind of, it ain't the same. It especially, ain't the same, especially when you know you, you know everybody you, you see naked. You yeah. don't want to be intimate with it at the same time. Facts. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I can see a naked motherfucker right now. Well, okay, that's cool. you know, but you know, I don't tell me I'm on the, 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 the space. It, yeah, you get what it, I'm saying? It, like, on the space and, you and that's the thing. Like you know, what I'm saying you with your girl, your wife, you supposed to want yeah. to. You know what I'm saying? And then. If she keep rejecting you, you just start training your mind to well, be a naked fuck. body does not equate to sex. And but I'm, that's what I'm they, not going to think that's, sexual about her. What I'm saying is that's that's the narrative that's being pushed now, period, as men that, that we supposed to think that way. That's why the free the nipple or the slut shame and all that shit, the slut walk and all of that shit. Like when you see a naked woman, you're not supposed to think about sex anymore. That's the narrative that the, the feminists are, but that's are pushing what they're trying now. to push because yeah. they say they can dress however they, they want, want to. And this, yeah. and this, and this, and this. And you're not supposed to think sexual so yeah it's a trick i mean it's a trick to it but um one thing that i did learn in dealing with people as far as like nudity goes is sometimes they want to know 
besides the sexual action of it that you still appreciate their body mm -hmm. so like not so much to say when i see you naked it's instantly going to like touching and actual intercourse but just giving the compliments to the body that still seems to make you feel away over all of these years mm -hmm. you know so like in my own relationship i say girl go put some clothes on before i do something that you're gonna call me typical for mm -hmm. go put some clothes on now she not thinking what is he saying this for? Because I'm trying to enjoy and appreciate you in the same space without doing what is typical to what men are typically doing. Mm -hmm. Instantly, you think, okay, go in the room, mm -hmm. toot over, whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now, I'm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So now I'm just like, look, go on in there and put some goddamn clothes on so I, I, can, I can keep my damn focus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just mm -hmm. those small things is like, oh, he looking at me. Mm -hmm. And so she might come and bring the pussy to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now I don't have to look like the savage yeah. in my house because you just laid <laughs> you it out for me. I planted the seed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just different ways that we can change the way that we looked at even in our relationships because, you know, your woman she don't have no choice sometimes but to treat you typically because y'all done been together too long uh -huh. you know what i'm saying like y'all done been together so long that everything is typical uh -huh. so just to change the way that you look at it because i know i'm definitely in my house i'm definitely the ass i grab pussy i do it yeah that's me <laughs> that's me uh -huh. and i'm I, i'm not ashamed to say it i uh -huh. do it and i do it because i know that it's typical to me to do it, but sometimes I have to make her notice that yeah, I ain't I touched her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want you to feel like, oh, damn. Every time I get naked, he come grab right. my pussy. So my, <laughs> you know, so in my relationship, it's like, well, damn, nigga, what's up? Mm -hmm. It's been, and that's when it makes me comfortable to be like, all right, right then and there. Mm -hmm. But you have to change the way, of course, it feels to them sometimes, even in a typical relationship. Mm -hmm. You know. I think that niggas deal with, um, we we deal with rejection way more than women. Of and, course. But I don't think that they understand how that affects niggas. Like, because you have, not us, we're mature. Mm -hmm. But you've seen the videos of a woman like nah I'm cool you raggedy ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> like rejection really fucks niggas up and especially if it comes from your lady mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um I don't think they understand how it, how it, how it affects the man's uh psyche in the sense that a man to be cool like we're not gonna call you out your name mm -hmm. we're not gonna trip on you if if a nigga trying to get some pussy from his girl and she ain't trying to give it he ain't finna sit there and be kicking his feet in the bed and oh, fucking bitch <laughs> you know he ain't finna do he ain't finna do nothing he gonna be on the, on the outside he just gonna be like all right you know yeah just, real shit but on the inside he's starting to be like there's a resentment starting to build and there's like there's a certain feeling in the way that you you're gonna you, you're deciding to approach sexuality with your girl now mm -hmm. because you don't nobody wants to keep feeling like they're being rejected yeah but nobody wants to always feel like they're being used either. exactly right but you can 
<laughs> see, see, you can you use. Smooth red yeah, that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't smooth red tie. <laughs> you can use a lot of the tools that you have in your arsenal. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the rejection comes from a different place than what you actually know. It just hasn't been expressed to you yet. That's so a, no matter yeah, yeah, yeah. how you approach the situation. You really don't know what you combating against. You but know what that, I mean? That that point that you made kind of sums up a lot of what the misconceptions are with the city boy summer, hot girl summer. Like rejection in my experiences now as a mature man has taught me to appreciate shit more. Because the reason why we don't understand why people are so flamboyant in this stage of their lives is because they're just tired of trying to make shit fit or make shit work in the scope of how they see relationships, intimacy, and all of these different things. So when you reject it, you instantly go into a place, sometimes as men, for me, I'm gonna just speak for me, where I think about, well, it was hella easy to get it from the last bitch I was fucking with or the last chick I was messing with. So then you retract back to your old ways. Mm -hmm. But I had to change the way even I look at rejection. It makes you appreciate when you do get the good things because of course, you take the proper advantages, you take the proper initiatives to preserve those moments so that they keep happening again. And I think that that's what women are trying to communicate when they reject niggas. Okay, I give myself to so many people they get what they want, but I'm left with nothing. Yeah. So like, even in a relationship, they feel that way because think about the woman that has to wash four people's clothes. Mm -hmm. You never do the laundry. Think about washing five niggas dishes. You never do the dishes. Mm -hmm. So they want to reject something to retain something for themselves. Some sort, some sort of self-control. I mean, so, self-control. Yeah, so giving, yeah. so giving you pussy is a responsibility at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not an intimacy factor. It's not a, it's not a moment for y'all to enjoy together. She feels like this nigga finna push my legs all the way back to the headboard. <laughs> this nigga finna make me bend over. My back been hurting all week. Nigga ain't even asked me about how my week been mm-hmm. for me to bend over backwards for him. All mm. these things is going through their mind when they rejecting you, and all you looking at is, bitch, why you give me no pussy? No yeah. <laughs> there are some niggas like that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> but, but like I like I said, I learned this shit the hard way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't. It's not like I just came up with these answers. Like I done been rejected like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then I had to take control of it of the shit that I was doing wrong and saying, look, it's a it's a much better way to do this. They looking for leaders. Okay, well let me show you that I have the ability to not only know how to control myself, but to make better provision for you. It's how you change the conversation and eventually they'll fall in your lap. It works every time. It's gonna be some resistance, but eventually they'll fall in your lap. They'll mm-hmm. do just about anything for you. If you make them comfortable and feel at peace, the biggest thing is you got to be consistent. Yeah, real shit. Yeah, real shit. And that's actually what they asking for instead of saying intentional, Mm -hmm. because consistency is much more consistent than intention. Because everybody's intentions will change Mm -hmm. over time. You will realize, okay, you have not 
measured up to the intention I brought to the table. So now, fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's honest for men and women. A woman will say, well, this nigga don't open my car door no more. Bitch, you done been here. This is how niggas think. Mm-hmm. You know, you done been here this long. Now, not once, like, now you want me to n- Yeah, not once cars. did you say thank you when I opened the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like That this, shit right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is just how niggas think. So when you change the way that you interact with people, put her at peace, shit change. Mm-hmm. You know? My youngest, she she's... That's yeah. My youngest daughter is my road dog. She don't touch doors if she's with me, and she says thank you, and I'm like, okay, I got one, mm-hmm. I got one. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think I even had to like pump that into her head. I would just do it, mm-hmm. and Real I would shit. consistently do it to mm-hmm. the point where I never had to say anything. She would just. Walk to the door and stand there. Now let me ask you something. By you being the the man with all girls, when you raise your daughters, do you raise your daughters to be princesses or partners? Mm. 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 Because maybe I, I I don't I wouldn't even say partners. I'll say a little bit of damn. Uh, princesses and independent. But see, that doesn't benefit the man she a meet. True indeed. But as a as a father, and I think not even just being a father of daughters, you want your child to be able to take care of themselves, mm-hmm. whether they have a partner or not. I want you to be able to be able to take care of yourself because whatever relationship you get into that doesn't mean it's gonna last that don't mean it's gonna work but in the end i need you to be able to be comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. be able to take care of what you need to take care of by yourself right right and i do think about when they're in relationships and the only thing that i can do to help them is showing them what a man is so when they decide to get into a relationship mm-hmm. they'll in the end they're going to make the decision that they want to when it comes mm-hmm. to a man mm-hmm. there, it ain't shit that I can do about it no matter how much I try to teach them to be a partner or anything I'm the reflection of what they're going to go for so when it comes to being a partner the only thing I can do is just try to be the best man that I can be mm-hmm. show them what type of man I am to their mother and far as the princess part you my baby i'm gonna take care of you i want you to know that you're beautiful i want right, to know right. you know all of that shit but as far as the partner part nah i don't i'm not sure if most fathers of daughters think about this is how like raising them up to be a counterpart to a man you don't i don't think that we yeah do. we don't I've, I've, I've run into a couple people that that have yeah, um, like I know somebody. It was used to be somebody I used to talk to. She used to get up, and like her pops worked, what second shift, third shift, or whatever. And she would not her mom, but the youngest daughter would get up and make breakfast or make dinner for her dad. So when he got off work, he had some hot to eat. You know, that what happened I mean? to me, huh? That happened to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like sh- shit, like that. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? That that um, I think those are lessons in teaching. But I'm not, I'm not like when that was happening with me from my daughter. Come, I mean, my wife will let me know because I was working. That's when I was working two jobs. Mm-hmm. She'll let me know, hey. You know, dinner was cooked. You got something here, or my daughter's, or I leave something in the fridge, and it'll be a note on it says for dad, or right, 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 whatever, something like that. But I don't think I, I wasn't teaching them that that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. I'm just being a man in front of them, and because of that, I think it's the same way with um with what that BJ did? was saying is the fact that. If you are being consistent and you are being that dude, it just will naturally happen. I don't have to tell them that. Right, right. I don't have to do any of that. I'm just doing what I need to do, being who I need to be, and naturally a woman, even if it is my daughter, will be like, that man needs to be taken care of, too. Exactly, exactly. I don't have to try and raise her to do that. Just do it's what I'm doing. Her. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's, right. She's just going to do it, so... If she's automatically going to do that, if I'm being the man that I'm supposed to be, all right, if I'm going to intentionally teach you something, I'm going to teach you to be independent. Because when you come across that man, you're going to naturally be like, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's where it's at right there. She's going to naturally do that. And she's going to bump her head. She's going to get her heart broken. And when all of that happens, I just want to be able to know that I taught her something where when it happens, you can still be cool. You can still be independent. You can still take care of yourself. And don't think that when this shit happens that you have to crumble to pieces. I need you to be comfortable with yourself. But you know that your daughter is going to receive her relationship lessons a lot easier from you than she will her boyfriend. Because the thing about what the examples of your daughter taking the initiative and responsibility to prepare the meal for you is that that was more so a responsibility placed on women within the household because that's what we think women do. Mm-hmm. We think that they're, they're naturally caterers. So ultimately, when you get to that point where your daughter made you a plate, she just felt like I just did what women do. Mm-hmm. But the relationship that you have to establish is that the women that make you this man that you are, your daughter needs to understand those type of women too. Mm-hmm. So you communicating, well, this is what I got from previous relationships, even though me and your mom are what we are. Talk about the relationships that you come from because then they'll be able to identify the woman that she doesn't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, we raise our daughters to be princesses because we know of all of the shit we did to women in our previous past. Mm-hmm. We're not looking forward to anything in our own relationships because we feel like we've done so much dirt. So what we try to do is we try to produce a product of ourselves that's not going to be tainted. Mm. But that karma still comes back to her in the end because you still didn't tell her why do you treat her as your daughter that way? Mm. You still didn't communicate to your daughter why is it so important for me to protect you? What is important about men protecting women? Why should you meet a, a man that is going to protect you? And why should you appreciate it? How are you supposed to treat it when you encounter it? They don't get those lessons just like we don't. Mm-hmm. So we have to talk those things out. 
I know what it feels like to just assume a responsibility just because you're a woman. And then after the job is done, you didn't deserve it because you put me in positions to where I had to protect you for some fuck shit you did because mm-hmm. you didn't have no discipline. You didn't have no understanding of why these things are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Those shit starter women that'll pop off on a nigga just because she knows she got a man. And get her nigga beat up every time. You know what I'm saying? Like those type of things. <laughs> you know? And then the nigga can't even fight. Yeah. And you just done put this man who don't even stand in harm's way in a mm-hmm. position that he wasn't prepared for. So you have to talk them through why these things are the way that they are. It's not customary. It's a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I ask, like, when we raise our daughters to be princesses, we have to also teach them that there's a partnership to it because you have to be worthy of what you ask for. Mm. One of the things I tell my daughters, too, don't ask for shit you ain't willing to give. Because most of the time they're asking for shit they don't even have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, don't ask for nothing you ain't. Uh, right, right. It don't have to be materialistic. Right. You can't ask somebody to forgive you if you're not the forgiving type. If you Don't. can't forgive your daddy, you can't forgive your boyfriend. Mm. Yeah. Facts. Is and that it's like, <laughs> because, nah, shit, goddamn it. <laughs> I, I told you, man. Uh, that nigga be giving sermons, man. But I feel like, and, I, and I've said it on the show before, that I, I feel a lot of um, guilt sometimes about um, my parenting, right? Mm-hmm. So, being a, a a young parent of children that are about to greatly leave my home, that process of, especially as a man, as a black man, trying to figure out yourself mm-hmm. and what you want, but you also have a life that you're responsible for. By the time I really started to really figure shit out, and then I looked over at my kids. I was like, them niggas is grown as shit now. Yeah, like, right, like, right. Shit, I had a lot of shit that I'm just now figuring out yep. that I should have been instilling in them from the gate. Mm-hmm. And I felt I felt guilt about it because I didn't figure the shit out sooner. So I started transitioning to like, I just, uh, man, I can't change the shit. So yeah, whatever I got now. You can change it. The way well, you I can't change, change the past, but right. I, I'm, but what you can do is say, "Let me tell y'all how we've been fucking up." It's just that simple. Let me tell y'all how we've been fucking up as a family. That's leadership, mm-hmm. owning your shit in front mm-hmm. of your leader, your 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 people. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all how we've been messing up with finances. Let me tell y'all how we've been messing up with, you know keeping certain curfews on how we handle shit because mm-hmm. it's a curfew in how you handle your shit timely being prompt about the shit mm-hmm. like let me tell y'all how we because if you doing this the point mm-hmm. of shit they still ain't gonna hear you when you tell them oh i just ruined uh, my oldest daughter vision of me <laughs> i just ruined it she she was they was talking about school because they they had just started school so um, even when I was telling the story about my daughter, you know, going off to the other side of town, her excuse was to me, can I stay after school for pre-cal, mm-hmm. you know, to get some help? And I did think, nigga, it's Wednesday. You started school Monday. This mm-hmm. sounds like some bullshit. Y'all still <laughs> trying to figure out classes. You need uh, This sounds like some bullshit. But 
I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt for one, and mm-hmm. then two, whatever you finna get ready to do, I just want to see how the lesson is learned when it's played out. So I didn't trust it out the gate, but I, all right, cool. Uh, and she fucked up and all of that shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, with my oldest daughter, she asked while we're sitting around the table, like, uh, Dad, what's the worst thing you ever did in school? Now, my middle child, the one who did the dumb shit, she was like, you didn't never hear his high school stories or shit that he did. She didn't say shit, but stuff that he did while he was in middle school and in school and stuff. You never heard them stories? No, I wouldn't imagine dad being like that bad of a kid. He's so Mm. calm and cool and he handles everything so calmly. He's just he probably did something, but probably like not no drugs or nothing like that. And so I started telling the story. I said, I ain't stopped smoking weed till you got born. It was, I was like, I've done a lot of dumb shit. I've sold drugs and shit. I used to do little mischievous shit in school. Like mm-hmm. I've set up tripwire at the top of the stairs, hoping that the teachers and students would fall down the stairs, do a pass the classes. I've sprayed the teacher down with a fire hydrant, uh, with a fire extinguisher in the sixth grade. I've done a lot of fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. I sold drugs at the back of the school in sixth grade. And man, her face and the way that she looked at me, I was like, damn, was I being too real with this kid or not? Cause she actually said, who are you? I said, I'm your daddy. No, seriously, who are you? Your daddy. I said, I'm your (laughs) daddy. And so I started making me be like, man, yeah, they just see me as You should have been being real from the jump. And that's what it is You know what I mean Like you just sprung All that shit on her And she like Oh man Well I didn't expect it It was just a question You asked me a question mm-hmm. at, the, at the time I'm like I'm not thinking like This is the perfect time To tell them about me Selling drugs uh-huh. You know I'm yeah. just You know I'm just but Being you know, a parent that's, that's every woman In your life You know what I'm saying Because you didn't feel like it was a perfect Opportunity to share that With your daughters There's not a perfect Opportunity for you To share with you go through with who you dating who you marry who you take care of there's no perfect opportunity but that doesn't mean it doesn't need to be said Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so getting that shit out for men is important because a woman like i said they only know what they need when they come to you but you have to know why do you need me Mm -hmm. in order to keep doing the job you have to know that the job is being appreciated Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so like as your kid what you did was you established that everything that you see in dad from the pedestal it was a process to get there and just start sharing that process over time Mm -hmm. and then it'll teach women not to be as judgmental not to set outrageous standards because Mm -hmm. there is a such thing as an outrageous standard especially Mm -hmm. if you don't possess the standard before you establish it man so (laughs) there's like processes of being honest with your daughters to where now your your daughter meeting a nigga ain't gonna be shit to her Mm -hmm. my daddy is the realest nigga i ever met This nigga was this in sixth grade. This little hoe shit you doing ain't shit. Mm -hmm. So now she leveling other niggas based on your training. So you raising a nation without knowing it. Mm -hmm. So she gonna gonna kick a nigga down quick. Hey, man, you ain't (laughs) shit. My daddy used to... You know know who my daddy is? She gonna start calling you King K in a minute. (laughs) 
Nigga, they you know what do I'm that saying? shit already there. Wear my hats and my youngest. That's that's my road dog. She yeah, know. real shit. So you start raising other niggas. Meat, nigga. No, yeah, yeah, I feel what you're saying. But yeah, I, it was just never. Uh, I won't say it's never been a good time to like really dive it all dive all the way into it mm-hmm. which i've i've been feeling like recently i've been wanting to sit them down and talk to them just because especially with my um oldest two because it's three girls under the same roof mm-hmm. it ain't shit but drama and attitudes nobody like each other yeah. Don't none of them like each other, but they they all love each other. Yeah, but don't none of them niggas like each other. Yeah, that, and I'm that's gonna come. To, that piece gonna come from you. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to like make them recognize that in the end, all, all y'all, y'all gonna have is each, is each other. Like yeah. for real, yeah. for real. But that shit comes with age, man. Like I, I I don't even know with my siblings. You know what I mean, like. I got picked. Like when we, <laughs> when we was all under the same roof, it was war. But you didn't. You don't appreciate them people until y'all separate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Get your own space. Yeah. And like, damn, I miss my sister. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I ain't I ain't seen her in a couple of weeks or whatever. You know what I mean? I need to reach out to her. Yeah, real shit. I got siblings that um that see me on social media. Like there is um. A lot of people that I've met through podcasts and that I call sister because uh-uh. I'm not the I'm not the nigga that just call you sis or bro because that's just like terminology that we use. I have to I have to feel your spirit. So uh-huh. like when I say like what's up sis or whatever, my actual siblings will see it and will feel, feel away. away because yeah. they know well you ain't seen me in however long. And so what I do is I open up that conversation. I said the one thing that you're not that this person is is present. So you have to acknowledge that Okay you're complaining But you're also the problem too Uh So the one thing is You're not present The second thing is you're not accountable What was the last point Of remembrance For you when we were in the same room Uh If you can't Answer it nine times out of ten You haven't accepted that you're the problem Uh So now I done gave you the reason I brought back to your attention that this is what you did wrong. Now I'm waiting on you for the resolution. Uh-huh. I'm not going to budge until one, you own it, accept it, and then try to move forward. Those are the things that we as blacks tend to believe we have to do. We trauma bond. Like, uh-huh. because me and you done been through the trenches, I got to accept all of the fucked up shit you do. Uh-huh. I'm not doing that. Or you see me meeting new people and it's like, why is it so easy for him to fuck with them? But I'm his blood because it's easier because they respect the boundaries that you took advantage of my whole fucking life. Uh So this is why sis on Twitter is more closer to me than sis by bloodline. Uh Don't disrespect sis on Twitter because you blood because you should know me better than sis on Twitter. Uh But you keep fucking me over. This is why I stay over here with sis on Twitter. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't do that shit where niggas be like, oh, your little friends, I'll cut you the fuck off. No, that ain't my little friend. That's my big family that I met since I done stopped fucking with y'all. Uh-huh. Oh, your little podcast, look how many niggas I done you little met. bitch. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Look how many <laughs> niggas I done met 
and affected off of off my of me podcast. doing my little podcast. So mm-hmm. now now you you shitting on my growth. You shitting on my determination to do better. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with you. Period. If I'm little, stay your big ass over where you at. Mm-hmm. I mean, bitch. I think a lot of but once once my, my, so when some people see some people growing, uh, I think. That's a, just an attempt to cut you down to her level because mm-hmm. she feels mm-hmm. insignificant. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm it's a, all about leveling. Yeah, I'm gonna bring you back down to my level. Let you know you ain't doing shit. Real because it's easier for a motherfucker to sit there and try to. It's easier to chop a tree down sometimes to than come, it is to climb it. To your level, climb it. Yeah. Yeah. Then to climb it. Real just shit. chop it down. So and, that, and we should and we shouldn't yeah. look at what we do as as small either because sometimes the reason why it offends us is because of how we treat our shit. When it appears to us as small, mm-hmm. oh, we don't get paid, so what? We empowering people. Oh, we don't get that much from it. You know, I only get a hundred plays. That's a hundred people that listen to you when the five people in your immediate family keep ignoring you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was something that uh, I get. I used to be. Uh, I used to be the type of guy to take a lot of things personal, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I started to realize that when I was offended by little shit like that, I had to recognize like, man, they already they they just confirming an insecurity that I'm already feeling a little bit already. Real mm-hmm. shit. Real because shit. if I was actually secure in the shit, man, fuck out of here, little mm-hmm. bitch. You know, yeah, keep right. moving. But right, if right. I'm getting I'm going back and forth with you about some shit. That I means that you didn't just it. Yeah, right. you didn't tap right. into some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I noticed that too, if I say something to somebody and they seem more offended than what I thought they should about something I said, I have to check that and I have to look at that and be like, damn, I recognize they the way that they react and they probably already felt this and now they're not asking um why are you saying that? They're asking, how did you know? Mm, real shit. That you that's, know what I mean? that's a lot of my situations. Mm-hmm. They're asking, how did you how know? How did you know? And that's where the anger and the aggression and all that shit coming from. And so I have to look back and be like, all right, let me apologize. Even though they're being shitty about something I said, I could tell that they may have been feeling a certain way that I was not aware of. And being an empath, I'm going to apologize to you. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, all right, come on, just me and you. What's going on? You know, my I, bad. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, mean to. I didn't, I didn't mean, mean to, go to offend you. I, I didn't even know you was gonna react like that. Like, what's going on? With but you? if you grow, but if you grow from some shit like that, don't always apologize for it. Let them know what your intent was. No, I'm definitely with that shit. Yeah, because I realized too that some people are made better by me, just like how y'all challenged me to explain where this shit is coming from. Mm-hmm. If a person made you better by pricking at the shit that you're sensitive about. Just say, look, it wasn't my intent to offend you, but what it was was to help you acknowledge that I see this in you and I just want to level. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because saying you sorry means that it's okay for you to be that sensitive, hurt person that you don't want to be. I apologize is making you comfortable with, oh, now I can go back to being, you know what I'm Uh, saying? Not with me. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'll have a real conversation with you and talk to you about it, but then in the end, I'm be like, "Hey, man, you gotta quit that bitch ass shit, though. You know, you can't just and be reacting like that. that. We all need every that every time mm-hmm. something happens. But I'll do it. I'll, I'll wait till after I feel 
that you are willing to receive what I'm saying. Right, so I might right. say some fucked up shit. It's going to piss you off. Then I'm like, all right, look, my bad. I didn't mean what's really going on. And then we have a real conversation. And then afterwards, I'm like, hey, quit reacting like that to shit. You mm-hmm. know, because nigga, no. <laughs> That's what you had to. It's again, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bite that I, lip. I, I've had a real. I've had a real moment like that because, and I still, I still to this day don't understand what the real. Yeah, you do. <sighs> Look, <laughs> this is one of the things when we did the fuck that and fuck you episode that mm-hmm. I've decided I'm going to stop doing is being such such an uh, empath that I'm I'm going to keep assuming what you're actually going through mm-hmm. and what you actually mean. I might have an idea. Of it, but I'm not gonna confirm it to yeah, myself. I'm gonna let until you communicate you, it. Yeah, until right, you right. tell me because mm-hmm. what I was doing previously was confirming it to myself. So I'll think this person is feeling like this because of this, and in my head, I'm confirming that to mm-hmm. myself, and so I start treating them that way, even though they never really spoke the words. Yeah, and now you're resistant to their reaction too because you felt like you already knew what your problem was. Why didn't this shit still work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So but sometimes you know the problem before they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just reacting off of some shit, and you know what the issue is, but they not really to confirm that within themselves. Yeah, and yeah. they and they still want to own the answer to their own problems. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they don't even want you if to have you the told them to the truth, them. they still mad at the fact that they didn't think about their own overcoming mm-hmm. before you did. So you have to give them the space to figure a lot of their shit out. So just stepping back and say, hey. I'm here if you need me is a way to say I got the answer when you want to come off that bullshit you on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people never come out that yeah, bullshit. Though. They never do. And yeah. I see that shit. Look, old bitter niggas is motivation to me. Because I'm like. <laughs> to change? Yes. To not be that nigga. When I see old bitter niggas and old niggas that still ain't got it together yet and ain't figured it out yet. hmm I look at this shit. I'm like, it's possible that could be me, mm-hmm. because when he was younger, he probably didn't think that he was going to be this old bitter yeah. nigga still trying to figure out his life. And I think that's one of the reasons I be going so hard on. That's trying judgmental, to, though, fam. What to feel that way? Because I mean, that nigga just chose a different. His life was a, went on a different path. I'm not going. I'm not gonna call this nigga old bitter nigga just because he didn't figure he he didn't figure it out in the same time that I did. But no, you have to but, also question why is it that your highlight is 30 years ago? Nah, if if I, if you an old nigga that all you can talk about is what shit the way shit used yes. to be. That's 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 one. That's thing. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, no, nah, I'm I, talking about specific. I'm I'm talking about I've seen it, but I do have a specific person in mind that I'm like. Yeah, because nah, it will bother nigga, me. Never. It will bother me that never. if the times have drastically changed and you telling me about a time that is non-existent, uh-uh. and this is the highlight. Nigga, of your my life. beeper used to be jumping. Yeah, nah. Nigga. And it's a much easier way to communicate <laughs> uh-huh. past the beeper. Uh-huh. <laughs> like my nigga, like you telling me that. In order for you to communicate with me, you had to call a number to send, <laughs> send me, me a number, a number just for me to back. call you back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a much easier way to do this shit. Uh-huh. Like, so what are you telling me at the end of the day? Like, it's okay to ask these OG niggas, why is it that every time I talk to you, you talking to me about the 60s? Uh-huh. 
it's a whole different level of oppression in the 2000s the 2019s why is it that the older you get it seems like the more you pound this issue what is it about that time that hasn't resolved in you tell me that tell me what we can build on these conversations because all i'm hearing is back in my day you still personalizing it so why are you sharing with me your day if i can't be a part of it you know what I'm saying? Like, ask these questions. And then you'll be able to find out, okay, well, a lot of this shit that these niggas is feeling is bitterness. You know, you got Facts. the opportunities that I didn't get to get. Your reach. Fuck that. Your reach is a lot farther than mine. My arms were shorter because I had a wife and I had a family on the other side on Georgia. Your reach is a lot stronger because for some reason, you don't look at women the way that I did. I looked at them as a medicator. For shit that I was going through You look at them for pleasure Even if it's wrong or misguided mm-hmm. But you look at them different You know, you, you tell them more about who you are as a person Versus telling me what to save me from mm-hmm. So let's ask these questions I got a lot of OG niggas that tell me shit And call me schoolboy Oh schoolboy just don't know That this, this, this and this Why are you calling me schoolboy instead of my name mm-hmm. Oh because all y'all niggas only got 5th grade educations mm-hmm. You mad because my reach was a lot further. And then I ain't even graduate college. I went and got a little bit and said, you know what? I can't afford this shit, but I'm going to read in my personal time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read about my problems. Y'all niggas had four families and didn't know that you was empty because all you had was dependents and no deposits. Mm. Ain't nobody saying, thank you, daddy. You don't get your plate first. You don't pay for all the food in the house. But the kids get their plate first. You don't. Nobody was depositing in you, but everybody depend on you. Mm. Eventually, yeah. You if my wife down. ain't doing what yep. the fuck I need, and you ain't depositing in me, I'm gonna deposit this dick over on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's not right, but it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I don't want to be the old bitter nigga who ain't got my wits. <laughs> that's what. I, that's it, man. That shit is motivating when I see that. Yeah, shit, it really and, is. It's but at the be. same time, I I'm more sensitive to. Um, I've grown more sensitive to our black women. Like yeah. there is there is um, outside of my job, there's a, a black woman who wears the same dress every day older black woman she wears the same dress same shoes and she pushes a cart every day and i've seen her for maybe like a week straight before i actually um stopped stopped her in my head i'm thinking like what happened that led her to this point to where she is right now mm-hmm. and i never asked her only thing that i asked her is what do you need right now? Yeah, that's do how you, you need some to food? approach it. Do you need some water? Do like right now in this moment? What do you need? Do you need a place just to sit down? And um, she 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 wanted all that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she, she wanted all that. So I told her. I said, "Man, look, I'm gonna pull up a chair for you to sit in the shade over here real quick." Cause look, I still got a business to run. I'm not finna bring you to my business and uh you know but i'm gonna pull up a chair for you so i'll be right back i'm gonna go get you some food i went in got her water so i'm gonna go get you something to eat real quick got her some uh a big ass thing of popeye shit gave that to her but i don't feel 
I don't feel the same way when I see niggas like that. When I see the niggas like that, I do think like, nigga, what the fuck happened? That what happened that put you here? Mm-hmm. But I'm not as empathetic, yeah. empathetic with them, and that's the that's the shit like we that. all wrong for. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm not saying? as empathetic. I remember, I remember one time a nigga. I don't know if he was finessing me or what, but he did it. He had a swoop eye too. And <laughs> the nigga walked up to me as I was coming out of. Uh, <laughs> I was coming out of the. I was coming out of the shaking crab. And he walked up to me, and I was confused because he was talking to me from afar. But, looking but he over was, there. yeah, he was he yeah. was looking different directions. So I was going straight to my car, uh. and he just walked right up on me. Had a little veteran's hat on, and uh, he asked me for some money to get a six inch up from Penn Station. And my immediate response usually is, "Man, I ain't got no cash on me, bro. I ain't got it." And I said, "Uh." I said, I ain't got it, man. Sorry, I ain't got it. He said, no. I'm sorry that I had to ask you. Oh, uh, bruh. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I ain't never heard that response yeah, before. I was like, I felt like that was for real. Yeah. That was real. Yeah, he was like, I'm sorry I had to ask you. Thank you. Because uh, hey, we wait, don't look wait, at, wait, we man, don't look wait, at niggas wait, with uh, that compassion. Because I said, wait, let me, let me go and help, that you, help you out, That shit that we man. do, where we always say a real nigga is supposed to what makes him less real because he don't have the means mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a real nigga is supposed to be able to help the people around him a real nigga build other real niggas up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so we'll indict him for falling short but won't look at ourselves. Mm-hmm. and i do that shit too i i used to always look at men as beggars but women as a completely different thing yeah because we taught that men are supposed to have but you don't give the men the means to have it over time mm-hmm. some men just make a way out of no way yeah. and that's just the blessings that you get from god that has nothing to do with your character or your determination but then it's other no, some dudes, do some in some cases yeah. but that's just the small fraction mm-hmm. but then it's those guys that just don't have the means you know what i'm saying and we look at them as if they're like aliens to this nature that we have and we have to think about those guys that really struggle to figure shit out that's that's a couple of your homeboys who who feel like okay these niggas is getting fame and they getting attention and they doing live shows and they got fans and shit and they seeing y'all shining and they looking at themselves with no kind of idea of what is my worth they looking at you shining and you gotta say well look as a nigga that's doing these things that you are admiring this is what i see in you mm-hmm. don't give him money he ain't gonna know what to do with it mm-hmm. don't give him all of the tools but say this is what i see in you this is the direction that you need to go in and once you see him applying what you say then you can say okay well here go a couple of dollars bro go do what you got to do but you got to see the intention first See when it, when I would get placed in situations like that, man, I don't necessarily give no cash, but I'll take you to get you some, what you asked me for. Mm-hmm. All right, look, I'm gonna go get that for you. Yeah, I'm it, not. But it, I, just, it just matters, man. I'll give you. See, the whole thing is, I don't give a fuck what you're gonna do with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My soul, your spirit to hey, is, hey. I'm going. You want something to eat? If this is what you tell me, that's what you want to do, right? What yeah. in my is like okay. 
That's what that's you said you're going to do. That's yeah. what you said yeah. you was going to do. If you don't do that, that's what you got to deal with within yourself. Uh-huh. Real yeah. shit. And that's me. I'm going to give it regardless. You know what I'm saying? I, it's very rare that I don't give money to somebody ask. I know I, I, this is t- how I am. I got, you know, I, sometimes I walk around with a couple hundred dollars in my pocket. If I give, I give, if I, if you need five dollars, man, here, you know what I'm saying? And like, I just feel like that you shouldn't give a fuck about what they, I, I just feel like it, if somebody, what they gonna do with it ain't yeah, your problem. it's not your problem because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If they hungry, if they really hungry, they gonna go get, they them gonna something, get to eat. something to eat. If they just really yeah. want a beer or whatever the fuck they want, I mean, they gonna do that and then shit, nigga, they gonna be hungry later, but that's on them. But yo, so is that peace? Should be at peace, yeah. knowing that you did the I right gave thing. you right. something to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and I don't then you got to think about when you hungry that next time too. So when that nigga asked you for that five and you didn't give it, it's gonna be a point where you're gonna be hungry even in having. And somebody got to pull up with a plate. Like, you got to go get that plate from your mama, your homegirl, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Understand yeah. that it's something that it took something to get that plate, too. I feel like stuff comes back. Yeah. It know, comes back to you. you know yeah. And that's just how I am. You know right. what I mean? I got to feel it, though. I got to feel it. I mean, if I, 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 I don't, it. Yeah, if I don't. It's just me. I don't know. I, got, I just feel like I got to feel it. If it's 75 cent or whatever here. Yeah. I done had niggas before, like, outside of my, uh, right across the street from my job is a gas station. There's. I my, always motherfuckers right there, nigga. Hey, but that gas be cheap as hell right there too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, but like, it's a little whole straw right there too, though. Yeah, Washington Street. Yeah, it's a little whole straw right there too. So, uh, I'm across the street at the so gas is station. That with the old lady with the same dress in yeah. the car. Is that what she be know. doing? I don't know. I, I, I mean, that somebody was, might hit she it. She was working that pussy. That motherfucker. And that's right. why she need to that sit shit in the shade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that shit got to be right. Let me sit this pussy down. Let me sit this pussy down. <laughs> Nigga. Hey, look. I'll, 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 <laughs> off Kevin. But I remember Friday. Uh, no, no, Thursday. This is stupid, I was, motherfucker. I was sitting outside. <laughs> I was sitting outside smoking the square, and I seen what was going down because the nigga was driving by. The babe was walking. He just hit the horn one time. One of them real light ones that boop, just yep. knocked the horn real quick. He pulled over. I seen her turn around. I said, "Oh, I know what's going to great happen here." And so I see him. Tall said, "If she." If she starts talking through the window first, I know what's finna happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. I seen her talking through the window first, and then all I heard was, Bitch, please! <laughs> <laughs> and she walked off. I said, Oh, that nigga was not happy with whatever price. Whatever proposition. <laughs> she wanted too much for that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that motherfucker wasn't about worth shit. A little, that bitch looked like she was on meth. Damn, probably was. Is. Especially yeah, over I'm there. sure she I used was. to be the manager at that motherfucking Family Dollar right there down the street yeah, yeah. on State. That, uh-huh. I used to be the manager right there, and they used to have things set up. The police would come in the Family Dollar and be like, yeah, we about to get a gang of these motherfuckers. I'm like, and they would be just waiting. And like clockwork, here they come. Boom, boom, yep. boom. I'm like, damn. It ain't even no nice whole stroke. You know what I'm saying? It's like, not. you go to Cali, man, so the hoes look kind of good and shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers down here. Get that here, bit $40. <laughs> Shit. What you gonna do for the 40 ball? What you gonna, what do, you for gonna that do for that 40 ball? That's a Detroit nigga right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, now $40. You can get a nice woman for $40 nowadays. Nah, nigga. 
I'm cool. I'm cool. Nah, nigga. Nah. Oh man, you said something earlier. I've been out the game for a minute, mm-hmm. but bitches really call niggas over just to cuddle, like use their own yeah, gas. Yeah. Go to a bitch house just yeah. to cuddle. Motherfuckers yeah. call you, and then the thing is, in your head, in the back of your head, you, you be like, like she really some wants some fuck, dick, yeah. But she really just wants your ass to come over there. And now my dick hard all on your on ass. Your I can't back cuddle in the with, ass it, with a uh, soft dick. No, we you know, fuck. you know the thing that I used to, I used to get finessed. Crazy. You, they trick you to eat the pussy in there? Nah, I, I fuck all that. <laughs> nah. Nah, what used to, what, how I used to get finessed is, uh, I would get called at like 12 and 12 midnight, sometimes one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I just need somebody to talk to. And I would immediately respond to the desperation and not really ask no questions. Like, well, why are you, up at one o'clock calling somebody about something this serious why are you calling me and not somebody of importance like a family member or whatever mm-hmm. so they'll give you the sense of purpose like you matter mm-hmm. and calling you this late mm-hmm. so now i'm already in then i get over there ain't shit popping the whole house dark okay if it was an emergency it uh, should she needs some money for that light bill. Yeah, or it's like uh, it should be lights on. Uh, <laughs> it should be some shit going on. Yeah. Like you pull up to a completely dark house, and a TV just on, and it's a blanket on the couch that she was already under by herself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you done made me feel the urgency. I done came as soon as you called. Oh, he's for me. He dropped whatever he was doing. He was probably even sleep. He got up, came over here. So she's like putting these pieces together. And then it's like, well, I've been feeling these feelings. You talking. Oh, he's listening. It's all of these processes going on. And then it ends with the cuddle. Now the cuddle, (laughs) the cuddle for a nigga that don't really understand what this shit is, is disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Because look at all of what he invested prior to just getting this Mm -hmm. and now you done made him feel like he belongs he's protecting you he's he matters he he matters you done made him feel all this shit and now you just gonna toot this you one you you don't really have no ass (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you got the titties you don't even have an ass for real so now the nigga like picking you apart and shit because you put him in that yeah, position. He's uh-huh. in there laying with you. I can't believe this. Bitch. I can't believe this shit. And all I get to do is cuddle. Uh-huh. You finesse them instead of just saying, "I need some company. Uh-huh. Are you available? Uh-huh. Can you come through?" Like I used to be that cuddle nigga, and then she'd go and fuck the, the shit out of another nigga, and I would hear that back. Like, yeah, she that bitch got some fire over there. Yeah. So now I'm like, bitch, no, I ain't coming over there. Now you done turned a good nigga into savage. Uh-huh. Because now hoe. I'm here. Now the niggas that you giving the pussy to is coming back to me, making me feel like a whole ass nigga. Because all you, all you did is, was, was warm up the pussy. Warmed up this <laughs> little flat, this little flatbread ass she got over uh-huh. here. You warmed it up for me. And you I did. got to come wear and, it out. 
and now I get to wear it out. They be like, hey, hey, BJ, when who the next bitch you cutting, my nigga? I need to plug. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Bitches. So then when I got to that point Man. where it's like, I'm not pulling up for shit. What you need? Yeah, uh-huh. I just I, I seen that shit happen in real time, man. That, that shit, shit is, is terrible as fuck. Nigga. I mean, it wasn't me. It was a, another. You was probably the nigga getting pulled yeah. up yeah. on for the pussy yeah. Yeah. after DJ, <laughs> and I don't even know. I, they just call me for dick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's nothing over here before I just got here. <laughs> yeah, real <laughs> shit. That yeah, shit was man. happening too much. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that. But I seen it happen in real time because my nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like he really does this little chick or whatever, nigga. And I'm talking about. For like a few months, nigga, he go over there, kick it, you know, watch TV. They had their little shows they watched when they came through. And nigga, oh, he'd never, he'd never get never. to that point. You know what I'm saying? Because she'd always be like, nah, you know, I got some other shit. You know, the woo-woo. And then nigga, my nigga, you know, met her like, he, he knew her, but my other nigga, you know what I'm saying? And shit, probably about two, three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Knock it down. Apart. Yeah. But see, what she not telling you is the nigga that's knocking it down is lacking all of the shit that that little sucker nigga she keep finessing has. <laughs> she ain't telling you that. Yeah. You the foreplay. I'm the foreplay. <laughs> and this nigga is the dick down. Uh-huh. That's fucked uh, up. That's and the show title right there. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the foreplay and that nigga's the dick, dick down. down. <laughs> and that's, Some that's bitch. the game. That's the game. Hey, so when, yeah. you, when yeah. you start like peeping that shit and mm. seeing that shit in real time, like, damn. Man, one thing I learned though is that when when a woman has um, certainty, sometimes they'll get bored with it, and it'll be taken yeah, it'll be granted. taken for granted. Yeah, because they it's it's like clockwork. It's it's not challenging I could them. That nigga. Yeah, it's not challenging yeah. them mentally, emotionally, and all of that shit. And so they'll fuck with the nigga that's always just like shit. I don't know, man. Let me hit you in. 15 to because see a woman, or, a woman knows that you a different type of sucker. If she got a man and she knows she can still call you when she need it, yeah, she it. don't. She, she, she won't respect you. Yeah, but she, she don't know like you. if I call this nigga, he gon' yeah. you know pull up. And we gotta stop that shit too. We gotta make them earn that. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna be down for you, while you got positions or people in place. No, you got to earn this shit. I'm not about to just stop what I do to pull up on you and you land next to a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because now what you're going to pay me back is probably going to be a devalue to your character or your your womanhood mm-hmm. or some shit. I'm going to ask you for some disgusting shit now. <laughs> because. Word. I'm see what this going to do. Yep. Yeah. So, like, so then you look at a nigga. Oh, well, niggas ain't shit. Well, what are you? Because you set him up to be that way. Little bitch. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to hear it. You want to. Well, this, this is uh, another. What if she like doing the disgusting shit and she just can't do it? Then do it, the then do it as a job. With. Amen. Huh? Do it as a job. She should get paid for it. You should get paid for it because you shouldn't be. What is the point of having somebody to still ask somebody else so, for it? Yeah. Do That's it. Real. Do it for. Do it for the benefit of yourself. Not necessarily saying like a job, like turn into a prostitute or whatever. Nah. I'm not advocating it. If you do it, it's on you. But do it to your benefit. Uh-huh. Don't do it to take advantage of other people. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But that's whole another conversation for a whole another show. Yeah. But quit letting quit letting women use you as a man. You know what I'm saying? Understand what your worth is. Put your worth on paper. That's that consistency. That's that intention. Say, look, this is what I'm looking for. How much of what I'm looking for do you have? Evaluate it. What's your credit score? 
how much do you have now on what we trying to build right here? And then you work on that. That's Someone it. just remembered. Put your dick that, on the Put pedestal. your dick on the table. Yeah. <laughs> put your dick on the table and put it on the pedestal. No, put it on the pedestal. You got to do something to um, get something out of it. Man, yeah. one thing that I realized, once you've been with a woman for so long, there comes a point where she expects you to start acting single. Not in a sense where you're fucking other women, but in a sense where even if she was not there, you have your own life. You have your own schedule. You have your own things as a man that is outside of her that makes you attractive still. Mm-hmm. And so instead yeah. of being instead of being the nigga that's always trying to make sure like, baby, you cool? Everything's you just you. You're acting single in the sense where you're still respecting your relationship, but I got a life and I got shit that I'm doing, and this is the way that I feel my life should be. Even if you wasn't even here, and you mm-hmm. and you're living that life, mm-hmm. that's I think that women ex they they're not gonna say it, but I think that that is something that they value at a certain stage. I think in the beginning they want y- y'all all about each other. Yeah. Like it happens for the nigga and the woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She, the nigga wants the pussy as much as he can get it. And she wants his time mm-hmm. as much as she can get it. And both of them coincide. But once y'all get for real, for real, y'all cannot lose yourselves in each other. It's cool. It's cool to have moments where you feel single because um, you get bored with having to take care of everybody. You know, men and women. So just, you know, if it if it take those moments to go pull up on the homies, separate from your lady for a couple hours, cool. Because you get the benefit from that space. Because then, let's just say, I'm over here with the niggas. We ain't really doing shit. And it gets me to thinking, like, damn, I could be on the couch with Bay. I could be on the couch with the old lady. You know, catching up on snowfall or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to miss them. And that's the part of the relationship that's just as important as the connection. It's the actual retention of the relationship coming mm-hmm. back together. How does that feel? Mm-hmm. Is it always coming back together because we beefing? Or is it coming back together because, damn, I really miss you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to play all parts of the relationship to their full potential and purpose. And I love to miss my girl. Like, I sometimes I have to say, you can't roll with me mm-hmm. because I know I don't miss you. I done been with you for six days of a week mm-hmm. for three months. <laughs> I need to feel the, I need to feel your significance again. Why do I stick with this person? Why do I feel like she's the perfect person for me? Allow me to miss out on your goodness and your graciousness and your love and all of those things. And then when I come back, now I got to come back right, too. I got to take you on a date. Hey, man, I really missed you. I really, you know, enjoyed my time out with the fellas, but it made me realize what I got. You got to know how to talk about why mm-hmm. you do what you do. Don't just cut her off and say, look, I'm out. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now the imagination is going crazy. Mm-hmm. Where he going? You're not, you're not, st- you still got to let her in to your singleness period mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Let her in. I'm just going to kick it with Swoop, whatever. Well, who gonna be over there? The niggas. Mm-hmm. Understand that women are the niggas too. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like <laughs> no, like real shit. Like yeah. don't feel like. Just I mean, because I got some women friends that's, that's my the niggas. homies. Yeah, that's they the homies. homies. Like yeah. you can't. Don't let women manipulate you to feel like because women gonna be over there, 
you was being dishonest. No, that's my nigga for real. Mm-hmm. I get to talk to her on a level that you wouldn't believe I would talk to her on because she is a woman, but that's really my homie. I get to talk about disgusting truths about me as a person, and I need that break from you. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't get caught up in, oh, just because it's two chicks over that you will let her slide up on you on your personal time. Boy. No, you still got to stay at the crib. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, it's just understanding what you go through and how you feel and just being upfront and honest about it. That's it. I'm with this shit. All right. <laughs> We're going to end this shit out. We are the Drunken Knights, protectors of truth. And we try to tell the truth as much as we can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you to our brother BJ. Man. Thank y'all for having for, me, man. I love doing this type of shit. Man. Having this podcast with us and this conversation with us. Um, I did learn some things mm, from shit. the conversation today. Mm. So I appreciate you, brother. For sure, oh, man. I appreciate and continue to do me. what you're doing, man, mm. because I, I love seeing it and I love seeing your growth and seeing knowing where you came from to where you are now and seeing other people mm-hmm. appreciating. Right, where you're coming right, from right, man right. and so keep that shit up bro because you're doing appreciate something it. great appreciate it man anytime i can like build with y'all i'm definitely down for it so thank y'all for having me and next year and year after that it's gonna be the same thing because i know that the tools for teachers is gonna be a regular thing yep mm-hmm. because that's not just for indiana that's just for us we need to be supportive of you know our brothers and also be a part of community service too and that's mm-hmm. exactly what this is so mm-hmm. we'll be back next year doing this shit all over again Word. and in between we're gonna have some other shit going too yeah, man you already know that man because you too close man it ain't yeah. like you eight ten hours away you, right you know too close so shit, we'll, we'll get it together man we for appreciate sure. everything for sure and that's real all right nigga. for everybody that's been fucking with oh. us that's been supporting us <laughs> For everybody that came out to the event last night, we love y'all. We love you. Thank you. Oh, we love you. All of the support was felt in the building last night. Raleigh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Now, for everybody that ain't been fucking with us, then fuck (laughs) y'all.